0: On the inside corner, strikeout number 11. And Halliday
1: is one out away from completing a perfect game. The 1-2 pitch. Hit toward third. Castro has it. Spins, fires. A perfect game! Roy Halliday has thrown the second perfect game in Philadelphia Phillies history. He faces 27 batters. He retires all 27. It's the 20th perfect game in baseball history. Holiday is one strike away. The O2. A bouncer. Ruiz. In time. Roy Holiday has
0: thrown a no-hitter. Welcome to episode 196 of the SD podcast show. Stephen is here. Danny's in paradise on his honeymoon, and Vin, it's just you and me this week. That means we are in paradise. Pardon no
1: Danny. no dad to keep us down. <laughs> we are just going to go off,
0: throw out the rundown. We are just... We can literally just, gonna... just explain this easily by just saying how we started Skyping about 8.30. And it's now right. 9 o'clock, and we're just starting the episode.
1: Correct. And we I think we had some solid content <laughs> off air. I mean... We get, we're
0: really good with this show if you weren't listening to the show. Like, what we don't record is really good stuff, guys. I've lo- look, we've, <laughs> we've talked about this
1: in other shows we've done, and we kind of did it in other shows. We need to just record us watching a mech game and just see what happens. We I, we'll did, make it like. Who was it? Danny and I did that day. for the
0: draft. Right.
1: Okay, right. The NBA draft. <laughs> yes, with Justin.
0: Right. And we were all so confused because we didn't know what was going on.
1: Speaking of the NBA, apparently a lot of people are excited that they started, they put in Willie Hernan Gomez. I didn't know he wasn't playing for some reason.
0: All I know is they're six and four. Yo, Porzingis is is also dead because he's already hurt.
1: Well, he's he's sick, isn't
0: he? No, he has an ankle and wrist injury. He's out tonight. Okay. But then again, he's also scored 300 points in 10 games. That's what happens when you literally (laughs) block somebody three times
1: in a row. Like, I felt so bad for that guy. I don't even know who it was. But he just got stuffed back in his
0: face three times. Can we talk about how he scored three hundred points in ten games? Uh, he's <laughs> uh, he's unbelievable. I mean, we knew he was
1: unbelievable. He was banged up last year, so it didn't really show. But it's like,
0: I, it's also it's pathetic that he had to block a guy three times in one possession. Yeah, well, like, where's like, the rebound, guys? Someone get a <laughs> rebound. It's it was a, the biggest blessing
1: ever that this team got rid of Carmelo. I, I i said it when it happened i mean the most exciting times they've had is have been in without carmelo in, the, right. in recent time
0: in the past couple like, of years but we'll definitely yeah, talk like, about the next later on in the show we'll get on to it later um there's a lot of stuff going on we played the little clip but first facebook twitter instagram make sure you're following us on all social media soundcloud itunes google play stitcher all other podcast apps rate review Love us. Pretend to like us. I don't care. Just review us. Um, make sure to check out all the, sh- the shows on our channel, as well as the risingappleblog.com and also the smdblog.com. Um But like you heard before we came in here, instead of playing our typical song, we played a soundbite from the Roy Holiday Perfect Game. Um, if I remember correctly, that was about June. I want to say oh nine. Um, Ish, 10? Ten? Ten? I
1: think it was. Oh, it might have been eleven, actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get right. an exact Halliday, thing. Perfect with game, me. 2010,
0: May 29, 2010. Yes, okay. Because so I know Middle exactly League. where I was. Oh boy! You ready for this fun? We're starting early. You ready for this fun, fun story? Let's hear it. So, first off, it was the night of the. Blackhawks, I believe it was Bruins playoff game.
1: This was the cup final game, obviously.
0: Right, right, right. It was one of the cup finals games. Or maybe it was Philly. 09, I think, was against Philly, if I remember correctly. Whatever, it was one of them. It may have even been the game that they clinched. Um, anywho, I was at the Long Island Duck game. Always a good place to be. With my friend Jordan, and I remember just getting the alerts, and it said Roy Holiday, perfect through whatever. Roy Holiday, perfect, and somehow, some way, in the middle of bumble crap Suffolk County, we found the Philly broadcast on regular radio, <laughs> <laughs> and we very were able strange. to hear the end of the game. Very, very strange. <laughs> Couldn't find the Stanley Cup Finals anywhere, but we were able to find the Philadelphia broadcast in the middle.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, the only, I mean, the the biggest, I was talking to my dad about this just, uh, yesterday and I tweeted it as well that, um, the first time I ever ever sat behind home plate at city field was he, he got tickets from his friend that he worked with and they were facing the Phillies and Roy Halladay was, uh, was pitching for the Phillies and it it was, you know. They, the bets were bad at this point. This was twenty ten. This was you know bad Ike Davis and bad and David Wright at some one of his lowest numbers. But from that of close watching, what at that time was the best pitcher in baseball pitch was you know incredible. And now I mean
0: gone way too too soon. Um, by the way, it was actually Game One of the Stanley Cup Finals. Blackhawks. Yeah and flyers flyers 6-5 blackhawk win including an aaron asham goal for the flyers
1: aaron asham it's amazing like maybe i think about this a lot that maybe like we're spoiled like i'll never forget this is completely off topic we were you guys were at miller's um the first game of the year in carolina for the the last season at the Coliseum. No, you were at Champions. I'm sorry, you were at Champions. And Bossy just walked out and goes, hey, boys. And you're like, hey, all right, hey boss. And then he walks away. And I'm like, and you told me, I was like, that's the greatest per-game goal scorer in the history of this sport. And he's just thought, oh, hey, boys. <laughs> like, if that was my piazza, I would
0: shit myself. <laughs> but it's Bossy, so I was like, hey, hey, boss, what's up? Yeah, but the difference is is that Bossy works for the team.
1: But it doesn't matter. Like,
0: so you we see Bossy every time you turn around.
1: It doesn't matter, Especially at the Coliseum.
0: You literally turn around, there was Mike Posse. But you know what? If it was somebody else, anybody else from those cup teams that we never see, it would be totally different. I don't know. You don't think that if you didn't, if you saw, if Piazza was, let's say, an executive, a scout for the team, and you saw him at every game, or some guy who just worked, worked within so that you could bring fans in, that if you saw him at every game, you go to, we go to what? 20 minimum met games a year?
1: Roughly, yeah.
0: Right, you're telling me if you saw him 20 times a year you wouldn't just at the get to the point where it's like, "Oh, hey Mike."
1: No, never. I I find it hard to believe you that. You know would... what
0: the difference is? I'm going to tell you exactly the difference is. Then we'll go back to Roy Holiday cuz you know okay. that's what we were talking about, but right. you know, dad's Sorry. not here to stop us. Yep. <laughs> um the difference is we watch Piazza play.
1: I it's got to be. Because we, like we, even we
0: were, we we know P- Bossy's history. We right. respect Bossy's history. We've watched Piazza's history.
1: I know. I, it's like if Mike if, like,
0: Bossy wasn't in the Hockey Hall of Fame, and we found out he was going, we wouldn't be making a trip.
1: Right. I guess. I guess you're right. But it's seen like there's been times I was I've been walking back from from like the the Marriott, and he go he, oh, hey hey, Mike, and it's like I I <laughs> I'm like like dumbfounded every time it happens because it's like. This wouldn't happen in any other sport with any other... If I saw Brett Favre, I would, again, I would shit myself.
0: Again, it's got to be the fact that we've seen them play. Uh,
1: But you're you're right that we definitely, like... I mean, we've had multiple conversations with Mike Ballsy at this point. He knows who we are. He knows who Pinhead is, pretty much. Right. So, it's like...
0: like, You're right. It's watered down a little bit, but, I mean... Think about this. In 20 years from now, you know, we're randomly going to see Tavares in the hallways at games. Yeah, that's and we and it's going to be like Piazza, hopefully. To us, it'll be like Piazza.
1: Well, yeah, it's like I mean I, I we see I don't know how often you see him, but I see DiPietro a, a good
0: amount walking around the the uh, and, But it's gotten to the point where it's just like it's just DiPietro.
1: Right. Well, I mean, you and I just saw Brock at, at Penn Station the other day, and <laughs> it's, it's like, like, we like, "Hey, Brock."
0: <laughs> yeah, it was literally just "What up? How are you?" Yeah. So yeah, but Piazza, Piazza, we've watched the bars we watch. You know those greats. It'll, get, it'll never. It'll, that we've watched it's always gonna be a holy hell, but you know we, again we never watch Mike Bossey play you know I mean right. that's like that's like you know Sean O'Hara is at every giant game I always see him sounding autographs and taking pictures of people I'm just l- last week I saw him I'm like, oh hey Sean, right, <laughs> it's like otis Anderson too I'm just like hey otis how you doing yeah right' at the okay. point it's like you see him enough, it gets to that point. I feel like it would end up being the same thing with Piazza, unfortunately. Which is why I'm okay with that. We never see him in the home Yeah, well, he lives in Italy now, so good. Stay stay there, sir. And he just randomly shows up at games.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, there's, their Mets don't... I mean, I, it's obviously different with baseball, but the Mets don't have a guy like that. I mean, Franco's there a good amount. Mookie. I know. If, Mookie's yeah, Mookie's there. there. there Rusty Staub, when he can be, when, you know. But it's... They, they don't really have a guy that's, like, there a lot. You know, because um, Strawberry hates them now. He was there a good amount. I, I don't know that, where they're really... Doc kind of shows up every so Well, Doc kind of shows up, but, I mean, that's, again, an iffy relationship. But, I mean, I guess Keith and Ron, we see a good amount.
0: Right. And they're at the point where it's just like, hey, guys.
1: Right. Anyway,
0: so... But, okay... Of every picture we've seen. Okay, so for those who are living under a rock, let's start with that. There was a small aircraft, single-engine, two-passenger aircraft that crashed into the Florida Ocean, I believe it was, on Tuesday the 7th. What?
1: He crashed into the Gulf of Mexico.
0: The Gulf of Mexico. And it was found that it happened to be Roy Holiday. Now, of course, the whole story is not out yet. So, you know... People are saying engine failure. People were saying it just happened. Who knows? Who knows? You know what? It's it's similar to what happened with Jose Fernandez. I didn't care about what what the story was. Well,
1: that's I agree. They,
0: there was a TMZ video surfaced today
1: of um, that he was like kind of doing tricks a little bit and like going too cl- going close to the water. There wasn't a video of him actually crashing. But it was a video somebody had taken of a boat from far away. So, I mean, like I said, even the stuff that came out with Jose Fernandez about, like, the drugs and whatever, it doesn't change the fact that these
0: people were taken way too early in their lives. Right. I mean, look at the, look at the uh, what's his name from the Royals? Ventura. Right. You know, he wasn't even that great of a pitcher. He was known as a hothead and would throw at guys when he wasn't pitching well to get into fights. You know, and then a the story surfaced that his car crashed and people robbed him and just left him for dead on the side of the road. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like, what are you doing?
1: Right. It's like, that was, I mean, that was
0: absolutely insane. But, so, you know, we've seen Pedro pitch. We've seen, you know, Clemens pitch, steroids or not. Everybody was doing it. Clemens is still one of the greatest pitchers that we've ever seen. Yeah. Is Roy Holiday the best we've ever seen? Um, in my If
1: I had to rank it, he's probably... The stretch he had there, I would put it in the top three. I think it's number three. Um, I still think early 90s to 2000. Pedro is the best pitcher I've ever seen in my Late life. Late 90s. Yeah, I'm sorry, late 90s. Yeah, 99-2000-2001 Pedro is the best pitcher I've ever seen in my life. I would put Kershaw recently up against that. And probably then Roy Halladay. But it was just, I mean, that's not taking anything against him. But it, that's just my personal opinion.
0: I will never forget. There was a day. It was the Tigers versus the Blue Jays. And Danny had both Roy Holiday and <sighs> Who was one of the really overrated Pitchers on the Tigers?
1: Adam Sanchez? I don't know.
0: No, oh, while Before then. Back, back, back. When they were bad. Jeremy Bonderman. Yeah, that's exactly who it was. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly who it was. He had them both on his fantasy team. They holiday pitched ten innings. And they were facing each other. Holiday pitched ten innings and had like a one hitter. Bonderman pitched nine and got a no decision on a two hitter. It's well, <laughs> rough. And Holiday got a win. And they and both had like fifteen strikeouts. So in this stretch, this is
1: 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 10 year stretch from 2002 to 2011. That's uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 in Toronto uh, and 2 in. Uh, no, sorry. 8 in Toronto, 2 in Philly. 170 and 75. That's a s- almost 700 money percentage with a 297 ERA. And sixty three complete games.
0: That's a first ballot Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, I we talked about this the other day. Where we I was looking at it, uh, it's tough to say first ballot or not because he's going in the same year he gets uh, as uh, Mariano, I think, or Jeter, one of those two. He goes in like at the same time as, but I, after that, I, I don't see there any reason why he's not, you know, number two in the second year, you know, in, and it's also. There's a lot obviously there's politics in the Hall of Fame because now Bonds and Clemens were at fifty percent last year, so usually you get like a fifteen ish percent bump, and then that would put them like right in the
0: in the rankings. In the twenty nineteen ballot, first year guys are I have the list you sent me Mariano, mm-hmm. Todd Helton, Holiday, Pettit, Berkman, Roy Oswald So Mariano's a definite, 100%.
1: I don't know if... Okay, Helton so think would, about
0: this. Right now, Hoffman Hel- and Vlad, at that point, will basically be on like their fifth and sixth years, which should I mean, already be in. I hope one of them gets in first. Hey, what is it, 75% gets you in?
1: Yeah,
0: 75%. <sighs> Edgar's like...
1: And, and Edgar, this year is his 10th year, and that's your last year on the ballot.
0: So if he doesn't get in... It's got to be a write-in.
1: Done, I think.
0: Yeah. At that I'm point, looking, okay, so I'm, that that'll be his tenth year. At that point, also Bonds and Clemens will be on their tenth years. At that point, right? It depends on if they get it. I I think Roy Holiday is, is a Hall of Famer, no doubt.
1: Todd Helton, I'm actually not sure about. I'm looking twenty five hundred hits at three sixteen average. Yeah, but how much of that was at home? That's the thing. Three hundred and sixty nine homers. I'm most interested because he's the first guy. I think that's going to we're going to see how the writers uh, you know take course field into effect. He's the first course field guy. Right, because Walker wasn't there his whole career. Dante Pichette Bich- wasn't there
0: his whole career.
1: Right, and he wasn't his numbers weren't up there enough for for it to matter. So I really he's the only guy. So we're going to see. I mean, he never played anywhere else. So we're going to see how much they think course field affects numbers. I mean, the guy hit over three hundred for like ten straight
0: years. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Okay, well, but no worry about that when the time. Goes. Roy Holiday, you know, it definitely. could be, it could be a Roy Holiday, and you know they may vote for because it's a, Rivera's first year. They may vote for Holiday also, and it's true and. I I'm not t- this is not
1: taking any way away from holiday. This is just a fact. Unfortunately, your resume gets better after you pass away. It just does. Like people just look at it differently. Right. It's just weird. Right. It's a it's a weird thing we do. Very often it's mus- with musicians.
0: I think it's the same thing with athletes. And the Knicks lose. By the way. way well, I jinx-
1: <clears throat> I actually watched about uh, ten minutes of the game maybe before. I never watch basketball.
0: I was out last night, so I was watching the game, and they were coming back, and we all left, and then I got the alert that said they won, and I'm like, what? No. Stop. (laughs) Not
1: supposed to have been. Uh, um, That was a bit of a uh, shocking. We went off on a rant before we could get
0: into the leadoff. Right. So... Let's get into You that. know what? Our thoughts and prayers are with Roy Holiday's family. And that's and what's family, important right now. Um, and also both the Philly and Toronto organizations. Do both teams retire the number? <clears throat>
1: um,
0: you got to think it was going up in Toronto.
1: I think Toronto, no doubt. Uh, Philly...
0: Won mm, a World Series ring.
1: Was he on the World Series team, though? I'm not sure that he was.
0: If I remember correctly, he was on the World Series. Because <clears throat> wasn't there think... no-hitter in the World Series? year was it <clears> 10 <throat> the world series year
1: um I'm going to look
0: uh, he still threw a no-hitter for them and a perfect game <clears throat> no he
1: lost um they lost in the NLCS that year to the Giants but that was the year they they won the World Series in 2008. So he was still in Philly. Toronto. I'm sorry, Toronto. Yes. But right. the, on December,
0: the on December 15, 2009. <clears throat> so it was right after the World Series win, they traded <clears throat> Holiday for Travis. Yes. Kyle Drebeck and Michael Taylor. Um really interesting. Yeah. Travis got <laughs> moved twice for Cy Young award winners. Remember that?
1: There was another guy I thought was on this staff, unless they traded for him. Was it the next year they traded for
0: him? And Roy Holiday was also the one, two, the number three pitcher on the MLB All-Decade team. Really? For it looks like two thousand.
1: Very interesting.
0: Two thousand. So the lineup was. Mauer, Pujols, Utley, Jeter, Arod, Bonds, Beltran, Vlad, Ortiz as the DH. Then the rotation was Pedro, Johan, Holiday, Randy Johnson, Curt oh, Schilling. Scott Shields was the setup man, and Rivera was the closer, with Joe Torre as the as the manager. Um, Surprisingly oh. enough, no Knicks on the. Uh, Decade, decade team? You know, Mets? No, I'm, they, it, literally on this Wikipedia page, it goes from 2000 to 2009. This is baseball. There's no bench. And then goes to the NBA See, team. Oh, Piazza's not the catcher? Piazza was not the catcher. Maurer was the catcher from 2000 to 2009. Well, that's retarded.
1: <laughs> nah, maybe. Piazza only had a couple good years in the in the 2000s. Only right. The first... if, if we went back to, like, the 90s, he's
0: da- he's got to
1: be the catcher. Right, he's the ni- definitely the catcher of the 90s. Um, before we move on from Roy Halliday, I remember like facing this and I wanted to bring it up. Is it possible this is the best rotation that you've heard? Halliday? Cliff Lee, Cole Hamels, Roy Oswald. Yes. That was I, it, I will but, never but forget. But I would have
0: we were petrified. I remember being petrified.
1: And their fifth starter was Vance Worley when he was good. He had a three. He was eleven and three with a three ERA. this Ro- Royals' what was their worst starter? Yeah, he was six. He was nine and ten with a three six nine ERA, which is not. I mean, Royals won't. I feel like I always pitch into bad luck. Can you also tell me somehow this team lost a five game series? I don't. I this is yes because flag- if I'm, I
0: remember correctly, they just couldn't hit. The bats like fell asleep. They lost it to the Cardinals. So this is
1: I'm just flabbergasted about how they lose a five game series with that team. They won eleven to six the first game. They lost five four and they won three two and they lost five three, and then they lost one nothing in the last final game. Oh Jesus
0: Christ! Was that the game that Howard died? I don't think so. No, because you know what happened? They won the World Series in eight. They lost in the NLCS in in nine. And then Howard breaks his leg in ten, because you remember they went backwards. I I
1: I want to see if this this is again terrible. No, it was this year because the final play of the thing is he grounded out the second. Is Howard grounded out the second base? And he he tore his ACL running down the first or whatever it was.
0: Okay, then maybe the following year they still ended up in the.
1: No, you know, you're right. It was backwards. It was they won the World Series. Then in in nine. They lost in the NLCS. 10, they lost in the NL... Um, no, 9, they lost in the World Series. 10, they lost in the NLCS. This year, uh, right, nine they lost, lost to the, the NLDS. Field. Right, 9,
0: they lost. Pedro had a... They signed Pedro to, to Yankees, pitch right? one of the games.
1: They lost to the Yankees.
0: You remember they had to sign Pedro to pitch?
1: Well, he had pitched... He was on the team of the year. This is, again... Uh, I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> the
0: Eric Bruntlett
1: triple play game... Pedro started for the Phillies that day against the Mets.
0: Oh, Jesus. You can look it up. I'm
1: 100% positive it was true.
0: I believe that was the year of the Jeff Francoeur triple play game also. Unassisted that's what, no, that's
1: what I meant. Jeff, Jeff Francoeur lined it to a triple play. I was Pedro at that game. started that game for the Phillies.
0: I was at that game.
1: Uh, I think I've he, he heard that before. The Cardinals, I want to see how they scored their run as, as we go into
0: this. So, while well, Vin looks up how the Cardinals scored their run... Rafael for Carl had a triple, somebody else had a double.
1: Okay. First two batters of the game, they scored a run. <laughs> nothing else happened. For, eight, for nine, full nine innings, nothing happened.
0: For that being said, let's go into the leadoff. off. Leading off. All
1: right, we're back with the leadoff. Um, the, uh, so it was a crazy weekend in the NFL. I, I'm assuming... A lot of the guys were watching the UFC fights Saturday night because they all decided to get into fights on Sunday. Um, so AJ, it came
0: out. First off, let's talk about this one. It came out that Ramsey, yeah, literally called AJ soft for the entire game, and then you know, which you know what Possibly he titanicked him
1: because like, I I as uh, when it happened I was at work, but you texted me. You said, "Wow, AJ," and I lo- I opened Twitter and it was the first thing there. And I was like, I didn't know AJ Green had a pulse. I thought he was just just a zombie playing receiver at six foot eight because he's not like him and like uh, you know Calvin and Andre Johnson. They're the they were the start of the quiet receivers. Like the we went away from the diva receivers and they were the quiet receivers. But uh, he put Jalen Ramsey in the chokehold and you know I tried to choke him out. So the leadoff and the question is should. Being ejected or not being ejected be reviewable, because if you look at what Mike Evans later on in the day did after, Jameis did something stupid on the sideline and and he was pretended he was pointing at something and hit a guy in the back of the head, not hard. Can we um
0: him. can we just state that Jameis's day was just stupid in oh, general? Like it started it, with the stupid pregame speech. The E to W
1: <laughs> thing was just hilariously <laughs> awful. It was just bad. It's been a
0: terrible year for him. Let's
1: just. It's one of those things. Like, there's bad moments that like we think are bad, and then there's bad moments where he he's doing it, and you can see his teammates are like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" Deshaun
0: Jackson is the biggest mouth in the (laughs) world, and he just stood there like, "What is happening right now?"
1: It was they um, somebody just paused it on Djax's face, and I'm like, "This is that's everybody. Like, what are you doing, sir?" Anyway, but then Jameis proceeds to start a fight later on, and Mike Williams, Mike Williams, Mike Evans just comes over and, like, Odell style, just cracks this guy. Lattimore, the rookie. Yeah, just absolutely obliterates this guy. And nothing happens because apparently the ref didn't see it. Listen, I I, I understand this is, like, a tough thing because you can't just be, like, you know, have somebody complain and then be like, oh, okay, now we got to go look and see if this guy actually punched somebody or something. But I, I... Somebody had to see, you know, th- that's where the play was. Somebody had to see something of what he did to be able to look at that. Something like that has to be able to be reviewable in the NFL, and especially in college with these targeting calls. I mean, I know they review like every one of them, but uh, it's just – I you sh- like in college, they can take away the call, right?
0: Um, they- so so the way it works in college is it's a targeting penalty is what it's called. Only, only time you can really review is a targeting penalty. So basically if the guy leans with his helmet and goes straight for the head or something, or if he's basically diving at a guy towards his head, it's personal foul, 15 yards, automatic first down for what they call targeting. Right. They review it, and then after the review, it's either going to stay a personal foul with the targeting or... Or it's the personal foul plus an ejection. I, it's see what I don't like about that is
1: like we saw we've seen with these crazy catch reviews that like you know, they they they're not calling things as with the with the um it's completely off topic from the leadoff, but they're not calling things with the the thought of mind of what the call was on the field. They talked about this on if you if anybody listens to pardon my take. They had Pereira was it Pereira? Yeah, they had Pereira on, and he was saying when they didn't make the decision to take the the call out of the refs on the field's hands and send it to New York. Dean know, the guy who basically created the replay system, was in the booth making these calls. Now he's well up in the the studio with Pereira doing his own thing, and they they hired <clears throat> and brought He quit. Right.
0: That's what he happened. Quit. He said, I'm stepping down, I want no responsibility for this.
1: Well, like, if, if you can make more money, and do less work, and be Pereira, yeah, why wouldn't you? But, so they took inexperienced people who, in my... what it seems like, and what they, they think is, they're just watching it, and then seeing what they think the call is, without watching it and saying, is there like inconclusive evidence to overturn or keep this the way it is. And with targeting, like if you're, if you call targeting and like, they're saying a lot of refs are just calling it to be like, you know, calling it on, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, they're just calling it every time, like over calling it just to be safe. And then, Oh, we can always go back and take it away. But if you're cold, if you watch a playing replay, it's always going to look bad.
0: Well, yeah, um, I've said it for the targeting call. I think was put in last year, or maybe the year before, in college football. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've I've really gotten more into college football the past couple of years. I mean, I've always watched, but never really paid attention. But now with Harbaugh in Michigan, I'm I'm much more into it. Um. It's basically Danny and I switch places when it comes to college football, if you want to think about it. Because he used to live for college football, and now it's like, I'm watching college football and he's not. Right. So, anywho, um, I always thought the targeting thing should come into the NFL. I think it's a it's a solid move, especially because if it happens in the first, cor- in the first half of a game, it, you're out for the rest of the game. But if it happens in the second half, you get an extra game. You get an extra half. Not an extra game, an extra half. So basically, okay. it evens out into a full game, right? So I always thought that should be in. But if there's a fight, there needs to be fight. Fu- there needs to be something where there. If there's fighting no. on the field, like Evans wasn't injected, no, and then but when he gets suspended. AJ Green choke holds and slams Ramsey to the ground. No suspension, and, and, and nothing happened. And on top of that, this is an AFC South issue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the here's the question: if if Evans gets kicked out, does he get suspended? Probably not, right?
0: I don't know. Because, you I, know, I, arguably, I, you know, arguably, well, AJ... in the NHL, Evans would be have considered the third guy in. He's thrown out of the game.
1: Right, but, I know, it's a different it's a different scenario, because the other two weren't really fighting. Jameis was just being a jerk.
0: Jameis was just being stupid, like he usually is.
1: He saw su- he... He's so dumb. I can't. I, so, <laughs> to try to keep this short and concise, I think they should be able to review things like people getting ejected. Because, I mean, you can't – I mean, I understand they're punishing him with a suspension. But if if that's an important game and he does something stupid like that, you can't let that happen.
0: First off, there's no important games for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It hasn't been since you know the Super Bowl game.
1: We were all wrong on that one. <laughs>
0: um, but I just, I still think no matter what, he came in and attacked somebody. Or some there's there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven refs on the field at all times. Somebody had to see it. Somebody, somebody. had to see it. Or there's somebody looking for concussions the entire game at, uh, at the top. You're telling me if that guy doesn't see Mike Evans dive at somebody else that they shouldn't yeah. throw Mike Evans at, That guy shouldn't say, hey, ref. You know, buzz down. They, they could buzz down and tell the ref to take a look at a player who they think has a concussion, but they can't tell the guy get to... Get this guy out of here. <laughs> tell this moron to get out of here? That, I there, definitely think it should be. Something. There needs to be some sort of harsher punishment for things like that because those are the type of things you don't want. You know what? The kneeling and the protesting... Whatever, you're not going to do it any- You can't do anything much about that. You know, it's constitutional rights. But, you know, fighting in your sport, you don't want kids to see that. No. Especially guys like Mike Evans and A.J. Green, who are two huge guys right, in this are,
1: league. Right, these are stars in the league.
0: If I remember correctly, Finnegan and, and Andre both got suspended.
1: Um, I would assume so. That was a pretty brutal one at the time.
0: <laughs> I mean, Andre kind of went... Again,
1: an, a, a quiet I would also guy like to state just,
0: for the record, those two also took their helmets off, unlike the other fights. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I, if you ever watch that that fight, that's that fight in a nutshell is why I just hated
0: Courtland Finnegan they because he
1: gets into the fight and then he's just laughing the whole time because he knew it.
0: They literally said that Court that Finnegan is the reason why Beckham was the way he was against the Panthers a couple years ago. He was on that Panthers team. He was, yeah. And they said it wasn't even Norman; it was Finnegan. I'm sure, because that guy just doesn't shut up. Right. They said Norman was just playing defense, like a lot of the players. Are like, you know, everyone gives Josh Norman shit for a lot of shit talking. He's a competitive shit talker, so it's allowed. Well, that's, Finnegan they, tries to get in your head and be the tough guy. Right. To There's go. a difference
1: between, like you said, competitive, sh- like shit talking, like uh, you know you can't guard, like you know you, you you're in a box or something like that so saying things like that or like getting personal with it like there's a difference right like like you know carmelo and the the and and kg kind of shit
0: or what happened with carmelo the other day he got thrown out of a game
1: i don't know what happened with carmelo the
0: other day something i don't know, I, 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 heard I heard it was like, like the something. worst call of all time like he literally got a foul and he someone fouled him and he got thrown out of the game
1: Oh, he got fouled on a terrible, it was an absolute terrible
0: thing. Like, he literally just jumped and went to the basket.
1: I did see this. He just went to the basket, and they called a foul on him. Or they called a flagrant, I think. He's going to the basket. I don't know. I was like, okay. I have no sympathy for Carmelo anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. you're on a good team. Leave us alone.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we're going to come back, talk some football.
0: Right. Let's take a break, and we'll be right back after this.
1: And welcome back to the S and D podcast show. We're gonna get into a little NFL here with the local teams, the Jets and the Giants. Both, actually, the Jets actually won last week. I'm so used to saying the Jets lost that um, they have five <laughs> wins. Lived up. The Jets are a 500 football team. They said it and- the best
0: on Barstool. Nobody was gonna allow the the Bills to be six and two. It's just like not permitted in this universe. It's not, and they got absolutely slaughtered.
1: Um, if they don't have the lead and they can't run the ball, I think they're a one-trick pony. But uh, they're six, they're five and three now. They could, they're still probably. I mean, they could still get a wild card spot very easily. Yeah, but we've seen Tyrod. I still think. I, I know he's not great. I still think there's kind of shackles on him. If you let him, if you let him open it up a little bit, I mean, I, I feel like the sky's the limit for him. And if I don't, I didn't, I'll be honest, I didn't watch game and watch a lot of Bills games. I'm sure they run plenty of read options with him and Shady, and it, it, I mean, it's gotta be a valid, uh, you know, offense. But like I said, if they're behind, that's where you get into trouble because they have no weapons. Had right. Calvin Benjamin give him a couple weeks to get in, because Tyrod was actually successful with Sammy Watkins, and they're pretty much the same player at this point.
0: Right, but, um, which is why they brought in, which is why yeah. they brought in Calvin. Right, um, and the the so
1: now the Jets are five hundred, and I mean, it's not good that they're going to go six and ten. But I've said it before on this podcast. They're going to have to trade for one of the, somebody's quarterback. Probably one of the Colts' quarterbacks. because Angeluk's going uh, to Denver, so it's only going to be Brissette. they got to have to trade for somebody because, uh, I mean, Josh McCown has played them right out of a pick.
0: Yeah. Way to blow it, bro. As for the Giants. You literally got paid to put them in the position that they needed to be in.
1: Another <laughs> stinker.
0: I, uh, that was worse than a stinker. That was like I, got a, I got a text
1: message at about 138 that said, yep, I'm leaving. And <laughs> I looked at the score and I was like, it's 7-7, bro. What are you talking about? But um, you probably should have left it with 7-7. You would have missed a lot more. I mean. It was 7-7 at one point? I don't even remember 7- it being 7-7 at it one It was point. definitely 7-7. After you gave your a touchdown, you did score a touchdown. I know you don't see a lot of them anymore. <laughs> but your team did put the ball in the end zone.
0: Wait, what is a touchdown? right i
1: I know they've had issues tackling. I know they've had issues defensively i the the what the perfect microcosm of their season giving up a touchdown on third and thirty three I don't know <laughs>
0: on a screen on, on a, a screen, screen
1: <laughs> on a screen pass i I don't know how that happens. I don't think either Eli apple literally has no arms or (laughs) he
0: just doesn't care there was a play i think it was uh move the sticks posted it and it's like this won't make any giant fans feel any better but yeah you guys gave up like it's literally Gurley did a counter route counter play and he literally just walked past Pierre Paul and Snacks, and they both just reached for him. They didn't even, like, move their feet.
1: If you watch, like I said, you watch the screenplay, the guy goes to turn a corner, uh, Eli Apple gets, gets off his block and, and goes back on the block. Like, he doesn't move. I was like, bro, you know, you, you like, if he grabs you, it's a penalty, right? You can run away. That's loud. I just... It's absolutely insane what has happened to this defense. They, they reinstated Jack Rabbit today. So, I mean... Two uh,
0: guys have come out, not publicly, and have talked crap about McAdoo. Right, we're we're at the anonymous player stage of
1: the of the meltdown. Well, at
0: least we don't lie about. Uh, at least we don't lie about our physical aspects.
1: We're lying about who, who lies about physical aspects.
0: That's why the Packers cut Bennett because of his physical conditioning.
1: Oh, I listen. <laughs> I told you this. He he was fine. He's ready to play, and they went on their bye week. And he put out an Instagram post that he wanted to retire, and then all of a sudden he's got he he practiced the first day, then he was limited with some like I don't know what they called it. I think they called it a wrist or something something stupid. And then he didn't practice, and then he didn't play, and now he did cut. Him. I, I I don't know what he has no will to play anymore, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get into the – we can
0: get into the Packers. <laughs> it's a we disaster keep, on both our teams. Let's just it is. It. It's a
1: complete disaster. <laughs> and it's, thank God the Islanders are at least, are like, decent. Like They're playing well. Because every year I always say this, that the Packers are the one thing that I know I have in the book. <laughs> like, that's 10 wins, playoffs, pretty much guaranteed every season. And now that Rodgers is hurt, it's – I. I don't think they're going to win. Even they're playing the Bears this week. I don't. I think the Bears are probably better than them at every position except quarterback. And we've been going on three weeks now saying we don't need a quarterback. We're good with Brett Hundley. And also, and then they tried to sign Brian Hoyer. Like you got caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Now, now you know you don't. We don't. You don't trust your quarterback. Let's just honestly. Did you really I, think you were going to sign Brian Hoyer? I, well, I mean. If you're Brian Hoyer, do you want to go to Green Bay and play, or do you want to go to New England and be a backup for the rest of your life?
0: Go to New England and be a backup the rest yeah. of my
1: life. <laughs> I, you're you're going to pretty much guarantee a Super Bowl ring. You, you, know, get, le-
0: you signed a three-year contract to guarantee yourself at least one ring.
1: Well, he's, well he, he knows the system, right? He knows the system and the playbook, so he doesn't have to learn anything. He also he has a has robot
0: sh- in front of him playing quarterback, so you know he's never going to play.
1: Sh- he has to show up. Pretend to
0: be the other team's quarterback every
1: once in a while on the scout team, and just have a good time. This guy's got the life. He
0: literally, he literally has Terminator playing quarterback in front of him. Yeah, pretty much. You know, on the bright so, side, if the Packers keep losing, the Packers play the Giants in uh, in New Jersey next year.
1: This is true.
0: I, I am pretty sure we're gonna finish last. So if you finish last and we finish last, then we get to play each play other next year, j- and we play each other in two years too.
1: I'm stepped. I can't wait
0: i have to put you on the list. It's just... I'll have to put you on the list. Be, just, like the said, list if not, of course. through us, the extra... The the presale.
1: Right. It It's just so disappointing because... But you know what? Maybe it's a good thing. We we'll talked about
0: this all the Maybe, maybe off we there. were both just like... So, think about this. Yeah, the Giants have had bad years, but even at 6 and 10 years, they've been fun to good to watch. You know, it's been worth watching. Right. And you know, they had that horrible year in Jim Fossil's last year, but it ended up being turning into Eli Manning, which turned out just fine. And even that year Eli Manning, <clears throat> we had we put him in at 5 and 9, we had one win the rest of the season. Right. And you know, or whatever we were, 5 and 5 and 3 at the time. We had one win the rest of the season. And you know what? Maybe we were both just really spoiled. You literally went from one of the greatest one of the top 10 quarterbacks of all time to now maybe one of the top five that we've ever watched play.
1: Yeah. I it's really interesting, just football season in general. Like you would have thought if going into the season everything goes wrong for our teams, minimum they're six and ten, seven and nine football teams. If worst
0: worst case scenario was five. Right. But let's
1: let's say they go seven and nine. The way football is that it's, you know, because it's so spread out, that's only you're having two more bad weeks than you're having good weeks. Like, that's still seven games you get to watch your team win. I, I'd be surprised if the Packers, like I said, I don't think they're going to win another game. I'd be surprised if they get to five. The Giants will maybe get to three at this point.
0: The only, I think this week you can argue is a lock.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I picked the 49ers for fun. But, yeah, they're, they're going to win. You, you would of- hope.
0: Right. You think they'll give them
1: the two. Right.
0: And then maybe the they go to Arizona.
1: I think they'll win one of the Washington games, like I said. I guess just the vision game. They'll probably win one of those. I games.
0: feel like they're gonna announce the giant Redskin game is gonna be for London and the Giants are gonna just not try. Like they did against the Eagles a couple years ago and then yeah. just go to London. <laughs> it's possible.
1: I it's it's do we like play I the said.
0: Rams or the Jaguars on the road next year? Who do we play on the road next year? Like I said, it's Jaguars just come to us next year.
1: Disappointing.
0: Who are the who are the London teams? Jaguars, Rams, Browns? We don't play the Browns next year. We play the Jaguars at home. And we play the NFC West same division on the road. So we're going to Arizona again next year.
1: Yeah. So no, you don't play any of them.
0: We don't play anybody worth it in the uh... Unless they randomly decide to make Giants Cardinals, and you know, you know what our luck would be? Don't move. the Giant Packer game <laughs> to London.
1: <laughs> so we gotta get up at nine thirty in the morning to watch a stupid
0: game. No, we're going if they're playing each other what? in London, if we're going. Out of your mind, we're going to London. <laughs> we're gonna be the two idiots to fly all the way to London to watch two last place teams play each other. <laughs> Listen,
1: well, I, I know personally from a green bay perspective this might be a blessing in disguise because while when aaron Rodgers is your quarterback you always have a chance this roster for the most part has a lot of holes they they drafted a young corner this year he's playing well i like kevin king i like him a lot um they have their safeties are set i like their defensive line is actually like it's weird that the players on defense I like it just doesn't seem to be working together. I tweeted it last night. I'm so done with Dom Capers. This guy, I I don't know it, why. It's like
0: what's his name from who was in uh, Pittsburgh Forever. Yeah, it, it just, it, is, it it's, just like that. That it's like that point. It's like right. It's like Dick we, Laveau. We We're just I'm done. I'm sorry.
1: We need to move on from Dom Capers. I All need right, to, I'll need make to you a deal.
0: Court. You can have McAdoo back and we'll take Capers. Um,
1: okay, fine. I don't need an offensive coordinator. McCarthys he's fine playing call the plays.
0: you know you know what's gonna happen. You're gonna give McAdoo full control. oh Jesus
1: <laughs> they did they give it to Matt no cause McAdoo was the quarterbacks coach. They gave it to the offensive coordinator, whoever it was after Philbin. They gave it to him for like six weeks, one year, and he was terrible and they took, he, McCarthy took it back.
0: Well, that was like this year the Giants gave it to Sullivan, the quote unquote offensive coordinator.
1: Right. I it, that process never works. Like the Packers did it after the debacle of the NFC Championship game because they wanted McCarthy to like McCarthy wanted to focus on the rest of the team and then after I think it was 8 weeks he took it back because uh, the offense just looked like crap. But anyway, speaking of McCarthy, I looked this up um because I thought it was funny. As you, um, For those of you who don't know, if you go on Wikipedia to any, any NFL head coach, it shows what, who's coaching tree they're part of and then who's part of their coaching tree. So, like, McCarthy's pretty much a, a Marty Schottenheimer guy. He was under him for the longest. Right. The only two guys that have gotten head coach's job in the NFL under McCarthy are Joe Philbin and McAdoo. So, his coaching tree is not looking very good at the moment.
0: Yeah, you're supposed to, like... You could come from any coach and you want. It's the guys who branch off from you that you that will make you look best.
1: Right. Like, I'm sure Schottenheimer has other good guys. I'm, I'm McCarthy's one of them. He's got a Super Bowl and he's an extremely winning coach. And I don't think he's the problem. And I, I mean, the obvious problem is they need a quarterback. I mean, they don't have a quarterback right now. But <clears throat> if they get a top 10 pick... And tr- can trade it down to get I don't know what's a first and a couple of second and second and a third or something like that to really improve their roster. I think that's the way they have to
0: look at it. Because So so I I looked this up. Under Sean, under Marty Schartner, his tree is Cam Cameron. Not great Okay. Bill Cower. Good. Who ended up pushing out Ken Wins and Hunt. Okay. He's alright. Wasn't terrible. Not bad, and Marvin Lewis.
1: Okay, well,
0: <laughs> we all know how that's working out. I swear to God, <laughs> he doesn't get fired this year. I swear my life. So he also had Herm Edwards. I will take.
1: This is stupid. I will take Marvin Lewis as my defensive coordinator <laughs> if he wants. He can have a job.
0: So then he had he had Herm Edwards also come out from okay, underneath him, but he had nobody go after him after Herm Edwards, and then he also had Tony Dungy who has Lovey Smith, Rod Merrilli, and Mike Tomlin. So only one of those have worked out. Yeah. I think for, um, Belichick's is one of the,
1: like, is bad too. Like, Charlie Weiss did nothing. Romeo Grinnell did nothing. I, I guess you can consider McDaniels didn't so you, really do anything. You know
0: how the, uh, the 30 for 30 yesterday, the other day was the, uh, Ric Flair. Was the flare? You know what the next one is?
1: I saw two bills. Oh, I That's can't wait!
0: That's gonna be awesome. You know what's amazing? You know what, what? Belichick never talks about what? It's Two rings with the Giants. He does Well, he doesn't talk about it, right? But as as a defensive coordinator, too. Right. He only so, mentions that he has five rings.
1: So, so not saying solely responsible for one of those rings, but
0: uh, I mean, well. Okay, so here, Belichick has worked under five guys. Parcells. Parcells and Ray Perkins was the other giant guy. He was basically a giant from 79 to 90. Okay. Uh, Then he went to New England with Parcells in 96, and he was also with Parcells as a Jet, which is why they hired him in 99, and then he left after a day. Seven assistant coaches have become head coaches in the NFL under Belichick. Romeo? Al Grow. Josh McDaniels, who worked for only six games. Like that was good for six games. Eric Mangini had one good game. He beat Oh, Belzeich. I forgot
1: about Mangini.
0: Saban. Oh. Sabin was with him in uh Cleveland. Saban was with him in Cleveland. Jim Schwartz. And yes. Bill O'Brien.
1: Jim Schwartz was with him in Cleveland too. That was if you ever if you haven't watched that football life, the, the Brown's one with Belichick's the coach. That's a very good one.
0: When they leave. It's them leaving. Yes, when they leave. But he's. It
1: it goes through that Schwartz was there and Sabin was there and Mike Tannenbaum was there and like all these guys were like half the people that are working in the league were in that that thing. The Falcons GM was there, the current one. It's like it's just a, a never ending list of people.
0: That was like. It was like if they did a 30 for
1: 30 on the Expos. Well, this is – I saw somebody on um, on Twitter like saying what 30 for 30s should come next. The two – I have to go back and look at this. Um, give me one second. <sighs> Malice at the Palace and the 98 home run race. Those two I would love to see. And the Music City Miracle—that's the third one.
0: Such so an overrated play.
1: I, it's so much fun to watch, and it's—it it was like at the time I was kind of considering myself a Titans fan. I've mentioned this before because of I love Steve McNair, but I didn't realize until about two years ago that Wade Phillips was the Bills' coach, and it just makes it so much better.
0: <laughs> um, more importantly, though is Steve McNair's kids did the tight end.
1: Yes, that was pretty sweet.
0: Like they look like they they're ready to play. Like put them out there. Just give them number 9 and put them out there.
1: I if you've never I I, I know I just said this about the Browns. If you ever watched his football life, that guy literally won an MVP not practicing not p- practicing once in an entire season. He was so banged up.
0: Oh, like, that was like was, the year the Giants won the Super Bowl with Plaxico. Yeah. He didn't practice at all.
1: Right, but it was uh, he li- I mean co-MVP of the league just not practicing. That that's
0: how he just was just beat to absolute hell. Um um also by the way whenever I'm in Brooklyn and I pass the spot I remember I was out I saw the day he got shot. I was at Shrek on Broadway and then I heard it on the news. No, I got a call from a friend I said, did you hear about Steve McNair? And I said, no. And he said, well, he was shot and he's dead. And I was standing outside a pizza place in Brooklyn.
1: That's depressing.
0: And I, and every time I pass that pizza place, I'm like, that's where I found out Steve McNair. I wear his jersey to our fantasy football draft every year. And to a Giants Bengals game. I did wear it to a Giants Bengals game. And you know what? <laughs> I, I didn't I'm realize. Still trying to figure out the Bengals play calling, but whatever.
1: Oh, that that picture! I think that picture popped up on my my time hop, or I was just scrolling through my pictures and it came up. And I'm thinking, you and me and Danny always like make fun of people and, and go do like jerseys of the game. Where we're at games. Somebody definitely did that to me that day, and was like, <laughs> "Look at this asshole with the jersey of the game wearing a Stephen McNair jersey."
0: So he walked in, he goes, "What the fuck are you wearing a Titans jersey for?"
1: Yeah, but listen. <laughs> The, guy, the crazy people who just scream Monday Night Football, who sat behind us, were <laughs> pumped about my Steve McNair jersey. They were like, bro, that's an awesome jersey. I was like, yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> one of the greatest Listen, finds I ever had. You got it. That was definitely wait. one of the greatest finds I ever had.
1: Yeah, oh, 100%. I, there was a Christmas gift from you. That was one of the best.
0: Like, the minute I saw it, I'm like, done. Click. Bye. The,
1: why why is it not in my door yet? Go. Was great as well, my Charles Woodson jersey, but I had not had a chance to wear it because they've been so bad. And now I'm not. It's I'm not worth. It's not worth wasting its its possible luck on this garbage team. So I'll wait till next year. Because it's like a process. Like I start with Aaron with the Rogers jersey, and then they lost to the Falcons. So I went to Jordy, and they were winning, and then there everything's falling apart.
0: Of course, you wear the white guy, and it all falls apart.
1: Well, I mean, I wore. I mean. I know we lost the game, but I wore the Geordie jersey the night, that Cardinal game, that Hail Mary game.
0: I wore it that night. You did. I did. You should have wore your uh, Jeff Janis jersey that night, though.
1: I need a Jeff
0: Janis. No, I don't need a Jeff Janis jersey. <laughs> I'm not – do not – If Jeff any, I Janis is still on them. your team next year, it's pretty he, bad.
1: He's uh, a great
0: special teams player. That's why he's still there. That's the only reason. He's a, he, he's a gunner on the punt returns, and he's good at it. So. Listen, I already offered you our, our top five pick. To move you even further up in the first round. I
1: don't need any more picks. <laughs>
0: Let's You're take really, of, you, what You wanted to trade your pick 10 minutes ago.
1: No, I want to trade down. I want to trade up.
0: <laughs> You're going to stay where you are and draft an offensive lineman.
1: I, we don't need any offensive linemen. The offensive line is fine.
0: They need... <laughs> a, quarterback, honestly, a quarterback that it, looks downfield? Yeah, maybe.
1: <laughs> it's so hard. I started to get into this. I don't know what they need. Okay could they use another pass rusher? Probably, but they have Nick Perry who had like 12 sacks last year. They have Clay who is definitely has definitely slowed down. There's no doubt about that. But you can't really get rid of him. He's the greatest pass rusher in the history of the franchise. They have Mike Daniels who's been a very who's you know been great this year. They drafted a kid last year a nose tackle who I like a lot, Kenny Clark. Blake Martinez is their middle linebacker. He's Really stepped up this year. I think he leads the league in tackles. Their safeties are fine. Sure, they could use another corner. But um, that's really it. Like, the players on their defense are not bad. That's why I think it's the defensive, like, the system. And I've talked about this before. When Micah Hyde left, HaHa literally made an Instagram post that featured the words, even when we hated what Coach Capers called, we still did it anyway. So clearly, the leader of the defense doesn't like what the guy's calling. <laughs> so I, I mean, I think it's time to let this guy go, and find somebody else who doesn't just zone blitz till the end of time.
0: Why? That's what's got you where you are. I
1: well, the part of it's on the on the front office too. Like like Micah Hyde leaving, they didn't bring him back. They drafted a guy who's playing well in his role, but Micah Hyde was an invaluable member of this defense. I mean, um, who was the other guy? God damn, I'm, I'm losing. I'm losing my train of thought now. They don't bring back people. They they don't. They, oh, they peppers. That, that's where my train of thought was going. They didn't bring peppers back. Whether he wanted to go back to Carolina or not, I'm not sure. But he was another invaluable member of this defense,
0: leader-wise, and you know, schematically. So when you got peppers, we all thought that was the best passing pass well, tandem in football.
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, if you look back at Packer free agents, like before Pepper, Peppers was kind of the start of them signing free agents again. You go back before that; it's literally Peppers, Charles Woodson, and Reggie White. So, like, and these are all franchise changing players. They literally were ten minutes away from a Super Bowl with Julius Peppers on their, and they had a top ten defense that year. If you know, if one of four things doesn't happen, they go to a Super Bowl. With Julius Peppers in their defense, because it gave them the opportunity to use Clay like they do now. Like I said, Clay has slowed down, but he's still a very usable player. He just isn't a pass rusher exclusively anymore. They use him as a middle linebacker, they use him in coverage, they use him everywhere. So he has two and a half sacks this year because he does everything. He doesn't just pass rush anymore.
0: I know. I'm getting. I'm... Excuse me, we have more important things to talk about. We haven't wished Elgardo Alfonso a happy birthday yet. Well, happy birthday, Fonzie.
1: (laughs) I don't get to bitch about the Packers a lot. And when Dan's here, he doesn't let me. So I just kind of get it off my chest a little bit. And
0: then I can calm down. Also, the reason why Sandy Koufax should be removed from the Hall of Fame... Wait, You You know that he gave up an inside-the-park home run to Mr. Ed, the horse... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i'm watching a video on snap this on instagram is, no on uh, I twitter mean, i knew it was gonna get bad but we're literally just <laughs> went from julius peppers to mr ed I,
1: you can't stretch it anymore danny i'm gonna tweet you later to not watch not listen to this i'm sorry i know you weren't gonna listen anyway but we just talked about mr ed on this podcast uh, this is going off the rails um,
0: I think we should take a break. Can and I go then... watch more uh, Mr. Ed videos before we watch come Watch more Mr. Ed. Yo, this, is what happen- this is what happens when everybody on Twitter gets 240 characters. Oh, my God. They gave me 280 characters yesterday. And it's a just its a, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You got to sit there and you just start thinking about what to type out. But you're well, just that, like. That's what the thing. Because we... when, when I opened up the thing to see if I had it, because I swear they
1: gave it a lot of people. It doesn't have a number anymore. It's just a circle. Right, With that, But that when you get to the point
0: up. where because you saw my tweet about the night show, when you get to that point Then it gives you a number it's, at the When end. it gets to 20, you start right. getting a number.
1: Right, so I would just literally kept hitting the autofill thing on the iPhone to just see how many times it would go.
0: <laughs> Fun facts I uh, original tweet was over the 280 characters <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, so we need more We need Twitter, we need more.
1: Anyway, um, let's take a quick break. We're going to get back. I guess we have to do our NFL picks. I guess we can talk a little hockey. uh, Some Knicks. We'll talk some Knicks, Knicks too, when we come back.
0: A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And this one will talk to his voice, his horse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. Welcome back to episode 196 of the S&D Podcast Show. Steven Inventor here. Danny, I'm sure, is enjoying listening to this whole entire wonderful show at this point. I hope so, because he got a little surprise <laughs> right before this.
1: <laughs> yeah. If he gets that far in the show, he's literally going to kill us the next time he hears he, <laughs> he
0: sees it. He may not come back on anymore. He might not. He might <laughs> retire from podcasting. <laughs> so... Um, are the Knicks for real? So, as you heard earlier in our show, because you know we record at weird times and do things weird order, um, the Knicks lost today. So now we're six and five. Do we believe the Knicks ha- are possibly a playoff team? Um.
1: Yes. If you look, I'm currently looking at the standings. Right. Um. They are currently the sixth seed. But that is with the um, Warriors. What am I saying? The Cavs at the eighth seed. So you figure, even if they go up and the Knicks go down, there is a good possibility they can get an eighth seed. I mean, uh, Charlotte is not great. They're okay. Um, I don't think Indiana is very good anymore. Miami stinks. Milwaukee's gonna get in though. I don't know why they're I I didn't realize they were four and six, but they should be much better. Um the Sixers are for real. The top five teams in the East, I don't know, Orlando's probably not gonna stay there, but the Sixers, the Raptors, Boston, the Cavs, and Washington. So that's one, two, three, four, four teams, five teams. Plus, the Knicks could be 6. It's possible. I, I don't know if they will, but it's possible.
0: If Porzingis keeps playing the way he is, and they're 5-2 and two at home. You know... Uh, you know what? The Knicks-Sixers Christmas Day game is actually turning out to be something worthy. Any Sixers game, because Ben Simmons is filthy. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's a sixer. He's gonna get something broken at some point.
1: I can't believe it. what's his name got hurt already.
0: Marco faults. It's it's, it's it's almost. It's literally how their process works. They it's draft not funny a guy. They works. get they they draft a guy. He gets hurt, and then he doesn't play for the full season.
1: There was a time where it was funny. It's not even funny anymore. It's
0: sad. I don't even understand it. It's their process. It's just the process. Yeah, it's, it's literally part the of process. the
1: process. I think. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yes, the Knicks will get a playoff seed. Um, Probably lose to Toronto in a first-round series,
0: but they will get there. Nope. Przingis is going to win league MVP. Comeback player of the year. I don't know about that. And he's also going to win NBA Finals MVP against OKC. When he's single handedly. He literally plays like Dwayne Wade in 06.
1: Well Dwayne Wade had Shaq in those 06. so.
0: Yeah, but Perzingis has Persingis and Unicorn Power. Unicorn power. blocks three
1: scum guy three times.
0: In one so, in one in the span of two seconds. Right. Because God forbid you get a rebound.
1: <laughs> but Ooh, yeah. in, a, in a bad Eastern conference they can make a playoff. There's shot. no reason they can't. The least is, is terrible. Um, oh, yeah. I guess that's it for basketball because... But the Nets
0: are terrible and nobody wants to talk about them.
1: Where uh, even are they on this? <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay, they're 7-4. and
0: four. They're so bad that they're so low that they're not even on thing. I.
1: You want to be completely... Um, I'm going to be completely honest. This is a behind-the-scenes moment. I was looking for New Jersey.
0: <laughs> I, was like, I completely forgot. It was Brooklyn. Remember, we have a place in New York to play hockey because they moved to Brooklyn? Right, but
1: it's like, I'm still... Because for us, the name didn't change. For them, I forget the name changed. Um, Speaking of name changes in hockey, the Islanders are on a roll. Josh Bailey is the
0: most elite player in hockey.
1: Josh Bailey. I'm
0: totally Um, allowing John Tavares to walk as long as they re-sign Josh Bailey.
1: Okay, well, that's easy there.
0: (laughs) What... John DeVaris has to take less money so he can resign Josh Bailey. <laughs> my favorite
1: moment of the week was not having to do with the actual Islanders; it had to do with Connor McDavid
0: being disgustingly dirty at high that.
1: Level. Okay, first of all, that the whole play was dirty in general, and I I love watching Connor McDavid. I mean, it's it, regardless of it's against my team or not, he's to me he's the best player in the sport, even better than Crosby at this point. He's just a lot of fun to watch. When there was a, somebody posted the clip on Twitter when Blake Como left the ice. And <laughs> Dushane Duch- leaving the ice with him. And Dushane left the ice with him. Somebody posted the clip from the Colorado broadcast that their reasoning for why Dushane left the ice was because him and Blake Como are good friends. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You can't <laughs> be that stupid. You think he went to go check on his friend in the middle of a game. Like, are you And done? he only played two minutes in the game. Yeah, he didn't even, like, he was, wasn't was on the ice, barely. He started the game, I think.
0: He but played he a total record. of two minutes in the entire game. I, I don't...
1: You, you can't be smoking that much weed in Colorado that you think <laughs> that's the reason he left the ice. It's I, You can't... They don't make that much weed in Colorado.
0: By the way, the 33-yard screen pass for a touchdown was the number eight play of the week in the according to NFL.com. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. <laughs> He didn't. There really wasn't much of a play. He just caught the ball and ran. Right. <clears throat> it's but it's not like he broke twelve tackles and got, was able to get in. Right.
1: Like we said, the Isles are playing well. Um, Grice has been playing well. Matthew probably, Barzell
0: is the most confident twelve-year-old I've ever seen in my life.
1: Matthew Barzell is absolutely filthy. <laughs> um, I I like that he has
0: six assists in two games.
1: Yeah, I like that he is like, he does this like uh tour thing when he brings it around the net and like Brendan Burke has already like named it a tour like oh Barzell does his tour as he comes around the back of the net kind of thing. Like because that's what you do in a video game. Like if when <laughs> nobody's there, you just go around the net and you just keep skating with the puck Because nobody can take it off your stick. And that's exactly what happens with this guy.
0: <laughs> like I, it it you know what you're you're seeing the the advantage of him going back to the the to junior hockey last year. I think so. Because last year we sat in—I don't remember where we were—but we watched that second game of the season that they were playing, and this kid didn't even know to. He couldn't touch the puck. He couldn't the, touch the puck while his skates were still in the still <laughs> in the penalty box. Like, how do you not know that? You you've been playing hockey how long, and you don't know that? So you could see like the confidence built, like he oh, had 100 yeah. points, over 100 points last year. Yeah, I mean, I think he was the MVP
1: of, so he won some kind of award in, uh, in, I think it was the WHL he was in. Right. But it's just, uh, his play, if he, obviously, I don't, he he can't play as well as he's playing the whole year, nobody can, it's, they go through slumps and everything. But seeing him at this peak, as at, like this is what his top the top of his game is, it brings the Islanders' chances of making a run in the playoffs up. Because now they have a second line center, and they put Everlay with them, so now they have a second line to go with a first line that's been very successful over the past, you know, 18 months they've had it together, whatever, or whatever length of time. It was you like did...
0: three weeks where they didn't, okay?
1: Okay, well, the entire last year <laughs>
0: and then the last three weeks they had it together. And also you the know, first game of last year they didn't have it together because they had Lad on that line, remember? Okay,
1: it was like seven games of the first year.
0: Okay, so it's been about <laughs> a better season
1: that they have this line together, and they've all produced. They all had, I mean, Jarrett didn't have a career year, but the two of them had a career year, and Tavares was Tavares. So, uh, it's,
0: uh... Literally two I, weeks in a row of number one, top two stars.
1: Yep. Yeah, I've been impressed with Ryan Pulak defensively, actually. I didn't know like, he played defense. I, I, he actually plays defense. And I'm glad they're actually giving him a shot. The first, the first two games they played him where he played, like, two minutes, basically just in the power play, was dumb. Like, you can't
0: do that to a kid. But the biggest problem right now for the Islanders is Jason Tamera still plays. Oh, he's terrible. And he's going to play, I mean,
1: uh, Kuhlman's on IR. Yeah, but Alan Klein is back. The great well, Alan they, Klein is back. Kuhlman, uh, Alan Quine was already on the roster, so they haven't. now they have an open spot on the roster. They haven't called anybody up yet. So you would think that Hosang comes back.
0: Meh, I don't think so. You're not going to bring Hosang back to sit on the bench. To sit okay, in, but, a, in a press box. But you bring back said, like a Steve Bernier. To sit but Coolman to... is
1: going on IR for a, an extended period of time.
0: Well, they don't know they yet. Said,
1: no, they they said surgery is possible. So this looks like his, an extended... His, his
0: season's over. No, it's just.
1: I'm not saying his season's over, but... I mean, I'm going to say it, his season's over. This could be an extended period of time. And uh, while... Of the people who annoy Islander fans, I think he's the least to, of your worries. Because you don't notice him. Well, that's the thing. Like, he gets paid a lot of money, and that's why people don't like him. But I, I, you can't blame him for getting paid a lot of money. Like He's on the fourth line. He does his job. He, he does, you know, He's a decent know, penalty he,
0: killer. He's He's making a lot of money, but playing the type that should be making a lot less. That's why people don't like him. He's right. playing well enough to make no money.
1: If he was he's a not 2 million player, half, he's was, not
0: owning four and a half million dollars. Let's face right. it. If If he he's was earning making, a million and a half,
1: right. If he was making a million and a half, two million dollars, he'd, he'd be doing his job. Like everybody have
0: Cool him in T-shirts. Right.
1: He's fine, but he just makes a lot of money, so that so you know, and and it's been a bad contract, so he gets complained about. I have much bigger issue with Chimera, who is getting paid low money to do literally nothing. He is absolutely useless at this point in time. And, if I mean, I don't know why they don't want to call anybody up. They have, I mean, Kuhlman went on IR today.
0: So they had today, they also this play, whole they, day. No, they didn't because Bridgeport played a day game today. Okay. So, so whatever have, happened had to happen after the, the thing happened. Right. And also so, they're going to make the announcement tomorrow because they're getting on a flight tomorrow.
1: Right, but they, they, I, they're not bringing anybody with them. They already said. They spoke to I think it was Compton spoke to Doug Wade today. He said they're not making any moves before the road trip and Hickey could play forward if they need it. So they're going on the road trip back to back games with twelve forwards. To me, that doesn't make any sense. It, There's no reason you should leave New York tomorrow with twelve
0: forwards. And and like an empty roster spot. This is even why we it, need this is why we need a minor league team in, in Vegas. Even
1: even if it's Steve Bernier, I don't care. No, even because if you're then like, you have
0: to go through waivers to send them back down. Nobody wants Steve Bernier. <laughs> Take that
1: back. Nobody wants Steve. Ber- even if it's I don't I don't, I don't care. Where's it should Steven be Giunta. Yeah, even if it's Steven Gianta, I don't care. It, they need a body. Now, I so at this point you have to play Alan Quine. I guess you move Brock back to the wing, and him and and Casey are the third and fourth line centers. That's not terrible. Alan Quine's not awful. He's you know I think he's better than Chimera at this point.
0: I mean, I, you and I could I, be out there better than Chimera.
1: Not that hard. I can't even skate. I'm better than Chimera. It's not even it's not that hard. Hard.
0: So, you know what's funny? Person, he has like the team Iron Man streak too. He like yeah. hasn't missed like a game in and, over. 20 and he's
1: a great locker room guy. I get it, but he's just
0: you. You got to You got to give up on the locker room guy thing eventually.
1: He's, he's useless. Um, the Rangers they're currently winning three to two against Boston. Um, still off to a slow start, but and uh, I, I I don't think they're gonna turn it around. To be honest, I mean I'm, I don't have no I don't have much faith in their roster. They are currently have sixteen points in sixteen games.
0: <sighs> yeah. By the way, off topic, of course. The last time Brock Osweiler started for the Broncos against the Patriots... Was literally his best game of his life. Was the Sunday Night Football... Well, no. Yeah, against the Patriots. Was that Sunday Night Football game? Yep. Where they won in overtime.
1: Wasn't that the one where Belichick kicked instead of received in overtime?
0: I don't recall. Now you're just asking too many questions.
1: I have a distinct recollection of him kicking... Instead of receiving in an overtime. Maybe they won the game. Because I don't. I, I feel like he would have gotten a lot more shit for it if they didn't. But um, I have a feeling that that happened.
0: Anyway. Uh, is this week custom cleats? Or is this week... I. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm watching something about custom cleats. Okay. We're just... This is... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mr. Ed and, and the custom cleats. We're just getting... No, confused. are they
0: doing charity cleats? Or are they just doing random oh. cleats?
1: I don't know. What are they doing like a players weekend? I-, I hope so.
0: I'm so excited that the Mets get to play in that next year.
1: Oh, the Little League weekend? Jesus. Um, my new we favorite go? love we go on that? Twitter is Pat McAfee, by the way.
0: Excuse me, I've been telling you to watch Pat McAfee on Instagram and Twitter. I, all I don't season, know. But-
1: It's the dumbest thing ever. Every time he says Cuzzo, I laugh. It's just, he said, it's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Everybody's a Cuzzo. Everybody's a Cuzzo. He's got the, the, he had the, the video of the, uh, Dolphins kicker getting his own onside kick the other day. Mm -hmm. I watched it five times already. It's hilarious.
0: Um, what about the, the, did you listen to the piece with him and AJ from Laces Off talking about, um, Troy Uh Palomaro?
1: That, again, like four (laughs) times I've watched it. It's
0: hilarious. And Pagano like, goes, what? so what
1: did you see? I what did sea? I see? <laughs> Fucking Palomalo in a sea cab. I love that the guy, whoever's hosting with them is like, I saw the angel of death in the sea cab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the guy's like, I love the, at the end of the video, the guy turns the rationality. He's like, well, if it was like Ed Reed there, he wouldn't go after. Him. He was like, I wouldn't go after anybody. What are you talking about?
0: Everybody killed me. <laughs> and the, be- the best part was at the beginning of the clip, he's like, yep, you know, Pat McAfee from Pittsburgh. You know, where I was champion of the punt pass kick contest. <laughs> champion. Hey, AJ, you ever, you ever champion of the punt-pass-the-kick contest? <laughs> and AJ's like, yeah, I came in like 30. He's like, oh, I'm proud of you, kid. Good
1: job. <laughs> <laughs> the punter is making fun of the, you know, Ohio State all-bro middle linebacker. <laughs> uh,
0: that magazine is phenomenal. So, with that being said, since we're talking football anyway... I believe it's time for our uh, weekly picks. Oh, I don't even know what games are. Okay. I have the list set up, and it's like everything's well, set up, and I'm off my game. Off I my can pull game. up the list if you'd like. I have the list of games, but usually I have it like listed out with you and Danny's picks. But Okay. Nope. I have my picks. Okay. So, Thursday night, Seattle wins. Yes, we all picked Seattle. Uh, did Danny change the Packer
1: game? Um, no. Danny said he stayed in the Packer game. He just changed the Buck game. Which makes sense. And the, tiny, and the Texans. And the Texans. That was earlier, yeah. Okay, so he's going with the Packers. Yes. I'm taking the, I the Packers as well. I can't not take the Packers. It's just. I'm taking um, the dude. Bears. I'm
0: doing it. Mitch Trubisky no, for the, rookie of the year.
1: The Bears are probably going to win. And Mitch Trubisky is probably going to throw his first touchdown
0: pass ever. I think and he has one.
1: I don't think he has one, to
0: be honest. Yes, he he's thrown the ball like seven times the whole season. He's, one of them had to be into the end zone. Um,
1: I think the Zach Miller one would have been his first touchdown, but oh, oh, they took up. It. He yeah, he didn't have a touchdown uh, pass because uh, they took up. Uh, a... No, uh, he has, he has two. He has, he's two. Okay, he has two. <laughs> he threw one against Baltimore, and he threw one against Minnesota
0: in his first game. He hasn't thrown for more than 164 yards. Though. Okay. Why? Oh, that's preseason. I'm looking at preseason. Sorry. Right. The game yes. against Minnesota was his first game. The following week was Baltimore, and he hasn't thrown one since. He has thrown 80 passes in four
1: games. That's... And, like, most of them were in... Well, it was really only one game. He threw 25. He threw 16. Then he threw they won a game where he went four for seven I somebody needs
0: <laughs> to explain that to me um alright I mean, so oh, I oh. took the bears Minnesota versus Washington in uh, Washington Teddy Bridgewater comes in at halftime and completes the miracle comeback similar <laughs> to when the Houston Texas the Houston Oilers played in Buffalo no and I believe it was Buffalo who made the comeback.
1: Similar 0 2 and Bobby Boucher came back at halftime and the Mudd Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl.
0: The anniversary of that was this week.
1: Um, yeah, I'm definitely. I, I think I took the, the Vikings. They're just a better team regardless of who's playing quarterback,
0: I think. Um, all right. Biggest screw up in thought they would be good this year Titans or Bucks? Or better yet, Titans, Bucks, Broncos.
1: Probably Broncos. No, Bucks. I think I'm going with the Bucks, just because I was so confident. It's the Hard Knocks thing. I was so confident they'd win ten games at least, and they're just an
0: absolute mess. I take away the Titans from that list, by the way, because they're they're winning their division.
1: Yeah, they're not. They're. I mean, they're not as dominant. They're not dominant, but they're at least winning their division. Jameis
0: Oakland's also a disappointment.
1: Jameis is not. As consistent as we'd like them to be, and they haven't found a way to use Deshaun Jackson very well. Um, Yeah,
0: except for having him stand behind Watson and be like, "Why is this guy retarded?" Right. What is this guy doing? So Titans. I lost it. It Who's here? Titans. Bengals. Bengals. Yeah. This thing keeps mixing the games around. Well, like we said, the Bengals are bad. Um, Marvin Lewis will be the coach until the day we die
1: more I-, I guarantee you who lasts longer mickey calloway and marvin lewis
0: marvin lewis i wouldn't be surprised <laughs> also if the pr department doesn't get together and make a oh mickey you're so fine video intro video for him for I... opening day i quit i'm not going to get in again like don't i, I don't want to be there at all It just they fail you don't you don't go to opening day anyway but but they fail as an organization. If you don't have that as an they organization, they
1: fail as an organization
0: anyway. They're going to. Speaking of the PR department, Jay Harowitz and his wife were at the Giant game on Sunday. They're going to They walked Bald- past our tailgate. Names. We offered them steak. They didn't take any.
1: Wonderful. They're going to sign the Baldo
0: Yes. And he'll finally pitch a good game that he hasn't pitched since that one time in Atlanta when he threw a no-hitter. That was
1: a different guy. No, it wasn't. I don't think Gabaldo Human has ever threw a no-hitter.
0: Look it up. But well, we move on to the next game. You look that up. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, how fitting. We were talking about the Colts going to Pittsburgh.
1: Oh, the Colts are in Pittsburgh.
0: No, Pittsburgh or, Pittsburgh's going oh, to the Colts. Oh, sorry. My fondest memory is... Ben Roethlisberger making a game-saving tackle in Indianapolis in a playoff game. Did that happen? It did happen. You don't remember? I think it was Ben's second year. Probably one of the bad
1: ones. I don't remember. Um,
0: Pittsburgh's winning that game. Definitely the Steelers.
1: Ubaldo Jimenez threw a 6-walk, 7-strikeout, 128-pitch no-hitter. Wow.
0: In Atlanta.
1: In Atlanta. You're right. I don't remember this.
0: Bam. I, for I remember Lions. Edwin Jackson's like 148-pitch one. Edwin Jackson hasn't been that. able to pitch more than 50 pitches in the game since. So. No. Um, even though he was somehow on seven teams this season. Anyway. <laughs> you know, what used to be a toilet bowl matchup, but the Browns are going to the Lions.
1: The Lions are winning.
0: <laughs> uh, the... the Chargers are traveling to Jacksonville, You shouldn't have Fernette back.
1: I am completely in on teams who give themselves, like, nicknames. Like the We Are Pan- Family Pirates and that kind of thing. So, Saxonville is in, <laughs> and
0: we are going to the Yo, Bluffs. Can we, if they win the Super Bowl, let's just throw this out there. Can Never. they wait and have a Saxville, Smashville parade? No. Like...
1: Okay, so here's a good question. I don't know if you went. What is Tom Coffin like at a parade? Like, does he just stand there like a grump?
0: (laughs) I have not been at any parade. Wait till next week to ask Danny. You didn't go to any of the parades? I did not.
1: Oh, man. Okay.
0: The first one, I just didn't want to.
1: What about the second one?
0: The second one, I was working. I mean you gotta that's a call cool out of work for
1: scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eh. That a hundred percent that is. Yeah. Yo, if the Mets win my, a world series If the Mets win a
0: World Series, we're going to the park. I don't give a shit if somebody's dead and I, there's a funeral. I'm going to that. I still I still have my chair waiting on him to turn like, for the Islanders, so <laughs> that well I, the islander's probably a little like slightly
1: less. The Mets is number one. If they win a World Series, it is 100% parade, no doubt.
0: Um, Jets at Tampa.
1: Jets are winning this game. The, the, we said the Bucs have no quarterback and no Mike Evans.
0: Who's playing quarterback for the Bucs this week?
1: Do you know who's playing quarterback? Do you know? It's the no, return. That's why I asked you. It's the return, even though it's in
0: Tampa, of Ryan Fitzpatrick against the New York Jets. Wow. Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting for 400 yards this week. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> I'm calling that right now. 400 yards this week. Didn't Josh? Yes, it's the flip.
1: It's the... Because McCown got a big contract from the Jets. I mean, from the from the Bucks Before they cut him.
0: Did he get a big contract? I don't know. Okay, he got a big going. contract somewhere uh new orleans traveling to buffalo it's actually like a decent matchup new orleans uh, has, like new orleans has
1: really turned it around very surprising
0: uh, wait a minute kevin spacey dropped from a movie that's going to be released next month how do you do that in a how movie it's coming out
1: in a week, in a month? I don't know how you do that.
0: All right, anywho, who's winning Saints-Buffalo?
1: Um, I think uh, I took the Saints. Yeah, the Saints. I
0: I, the, I think Buffalo is...
1: Uh, they're good, but I think the Saints are a little bit better. Should be a tough game at, in Buffalo, though. Um, Josh cam was on the Bucks. I don't know if he got a big con. He got paid three point seven five million dollars to be the Bucks quarterback and then he was the Browns quarterback for two years so it looks like he got a lot of money and then either got
0: cut or got traded okay. so yes
1: it is a revenge game for both quarterbacks
0: Um, the Rams are gonna have seven wins because they're playing the Texans
1: with Tom Savage as the quarterback yo
0: he's gonna be savage this week oh, okay that thanks
1: <laughs> if they sign Kaepernick can be will win
0: Nope, not till after the phone records get sent over. Right, me. I forgot. Yo, that would be such a ball move to just sign him right now, now that they're calling for the cell phones. Right. <laughs> like, oops. Nope, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you can't take our cell phone. We signed him. We're the good guys. <coughs> okay. Cowboys-Falcons.
1: Holy hell, there's two 4 o'clock games and that's it? There's three. Texans-Rams is 4 o'clock, and then Cowboys and then Giants. That's how it was, like I think two weeks ago when the when no. Dallas.
0: Oh yeah, the Giants are four o'clock. Wow. Yeah. When,
1: oh, when Dallas played uh, Kansas City, I think two weeks ago. Last there week? was only two. No. Yes. Uh, right. Two. No. Two weeks ago, who did they play?
0: The Cowboys played Washington. Two weeks yeah. Ago. Th- there was only two games on, on a four o'clock. Right. Because I was going through my nightmare of being in Philadelphia watching. Yes. At an Eagle yes. bar watching Cowboys Redskins.
1: I think I was yeah, I, I was at work but I was talking to my dad. I was like, There's only two games on the whole four o'clock. Even if it's not on T V, just put the red zone on. They have to show it. There's only two choices.
0: <laughs> um so Dallas, Atlanta. Uh Dallas is gonna win. This Even has to be the league. game Dallas has to start. Dallas has to win out. That's what it comes down to. This well they're not gonna a, win a division, but if they want a chance to win the division, they're gonna have to win it. They're gonna have to start winning Well to they're gonna it.
1: have to go t- yeah, it's gonna take 12 and four probably which means they have they can lose well, the more play,
0: they also play each other week 17. right and they haven't played them yet right um <laughs> do we rock and roll in Denver no right we
1: skip the giant game
0: i don't care the 49ers <laughs> are getting their first win I'm calling it my probably- my boss is a niner fan i'm going in and telling him that they're gonna win it's definitely not going to happen, but I just I want to have some fun and pick it, because why the hell not? Um, no, I feel like we should pick the Browns and Niners every week, just so we get that win.
1: The Patriots are 100% <laughs> winning this game, no problem.
0: And because we love watching Monday Night Football so much in general, the Dolphins are going to Carolina.
1: There's nothing I love more than a Jay Cutler meltdown on Monday Night Football, so go Panthers.
0: Next, I'm looking at next week's schedule Remember the good old days when Jacksonville and Cleveland Were like for the first pick
1: Remember the good old days when our teams were good You know
0: like a year ago By the way Eagles, Cowboys in next week Sunday Night Football Oh is it? Yep
1: I might have to go over to my dad's house Once I get back from Dallas to watch that game
0: Sunday Night Football and then Dallas plays Thursday, Then Thanksgiving week Then Thanksgiving week so. Ah The Packers are playing the Ravens next week Oh, there, I'll lose that game. It's fine. Packers, Ravens, and then Packers, Steelers, Sunday Night Football. Thank God. Oh, my God. What a decision. <laughs> Thank God it didn't, we didn't go. Um, Thanksgiving should be okay. Minnesota, Dem- Detroit should be good.
1: Um, yeah, that's usually a good one.
0: No, because only... Detroit has always been bad, but the two of them playing each other this year should be good, because that could be for the division. Dallas are hosting the Chargers for some reason. Yeah, that's weird. And, and Giants, giant... Redskins for last place in the division. Maybe you'll get a butt fumble like moment. No, Eli's not that stupid. I, I I've never been more
1: confused by a football game than that game. <laughs> that was it was literally. <laughs> I went remember out I was there.
0: at Thanksgiving at my friend, at my family's, and then I went to have dessert at the girl I was seeing's house. And I just get a text from Danny. I believe it was Danny. He was like, please tell me you saw what just happened. I'm like, nope, I'm driving. He goes, you need to see the replay of what just happened.
1: (laughs) I had a very similar scenario. I was upstairs watching the game. It was like they were losing 7-0. I went downstairs, had pie, came back upstairs. It was 28-0. I was like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) This is when the Jets were still good and Mark Sanchez was still considered a decent quarterback. Right. Which was an interesting time, by the way.
0: Well, with that being said, what else do we have tonight? That's it. Um, The marathon is over. The Skype calls. How long? I'm sorry. Two hours and three minutes. And the first
1: like 35 minutes of that, we're off air. So Danny's got an hour and about an hour and 20 minutes to listen to this on his four-hour flight back. We've done
0: worse. We I don't know. We might have had. I don't think we ever had a two-hour show. So, fun fact. Because we did obviously Here, you we want a, a lot fun, for that. 196 episodes in, here's a little history lesson of the s podcast. Since Podcast.
1: We did a lot of shows without Danny, unfortunately, last year. But um, I don't think any of them went that long.
0: But, okay, so here's a little history lesson of the s and Podcast. We did a baseball preview show either our first year or our second year that we split into two episodes because it was four hours on. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, well... I'm sorry I wasn't around for that. <laughs> and I'll never forget my dad goes, oh, I can't wait to listen to your baseball preview show. And then starts playing it and goes, it's fun. it's three and a half hours. I was like, that's only part one. What do you think? Joe Rogan or something? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan was very
1: good last week. They, we didn't mention that. Steven and I went, saw Joe Rogan's comedy live. It was very good. Yes. yes. Very funny. And quite an interesting atmosphere. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. It was, it was a weird place to be, but his, the, him doing it was good. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram for social media, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, dot risingapple.com. Make sure to check out for the Weiss- Weissman and I shows, Sorasso and the Beard, and... Um, all the other great shows on our podcast channel. If you're interested in joining our podcast channel, don't be afraid to hit us up. We're always looking for new shows to join our team. Uh, if you want to write for our blog, you're always welcome. It's more—it's a pop culture thing. Uh, both the whatever channel, whatever you want to about, it's basically the same thing for both. Whatever you yep. want to talk about, whatever you want to, whatever you want to write about, just hit <laughs> us up. You're more than welcome to join us. Uh, we're always looking for new people <clears> to join us. I just wrote uh, an
1: article on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so. If you like movies, you like politics, you like sports, you like TV, you like whatever. So I know Steven writes articles on the, the comic book T V shows all the time. Well, well when I might. can. When you can. We're busy people.
0: Yeah, yeah. But did Vin just die on me? Did you just die? I didn't die, right here. What are you talking about? <laughs> it just went
1: silent on your end. Listen, I'm a quiet person, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So Good night. Good night, everybody. everybody. This was episode 196. We are working on episode 200. It's coming up in the next couple of weeks, so keep an eye out for that. We See you guys are divided, next week.